0: Is India's fight against COVID-19 moving in the right direction? Everybody is asking this question as the number of COVID cases continue to rise even after the country remains under the lockdown. Hello, you are listening to Let's Talk, a weekly podcast from On Manorama where we discuss issues that affect all of us. I am T.A. Amiruddin. Today, my guest is Dr. DCS Reddy, who heads the Research Group on Epidemiology and Surveillance, constituted by the Indian Government's National Task Force for COVID-19.
1: Pandemics are not a new experience in India. We are still on the ascending limb of the epidemic curve.
0: Dr. Reddy joins me from Lucknow in Uttar Pradesh. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Reddy. Doctor, Let me start with a question on India's COVID-19 fight. Can you explain the strategies India took to contain COVID-19 and their effectiveness?
1: It started with the arrival of three cases in a short span of two or three days in Kerala from the city of Wuhan, where this pandemic has actually started, which has been epicenter at that time. To their credit, the Kerala health system immediately detected and isolated the cases and quarantined the members of the family and contacts at home level. From then on, Kerala successfully adopted the strategy of home quarantining and they used primary healthcare workers for contact tracing, follow-up and so on. This approach of home quarantining and use of primary health care workers was very successful and was widely applauded by many. As the cases increased, say by March, we had more cases coming from different areas in the country. At national level, one of the earliest interventions have been to screen the travelers, international travelers coming from other countries. I mean screening them for fever and testing the people who are symptomatic and quarantining them and if there are positives, isolating them and if there have been any contacts tracing them was one of the early things and we have done it very well and the second thing measure that has been introduced at that time was health communication that is the messages about what promoting cough etiquette use of masks hand hygiene and social distancing this particularly say in places like kerala where people are aware because of high literacy status things were picked up very quickly and very well but the reception, the, the following these measures have been varying in
0: different places. Today is June 12th, and the country has been under lockdown for the last 80 days. What do you think about this lockdown?
1: As the cases increased, we had to actually go for a c- countrywide lockdown. That was done in four phases, and the primary objective of lockdown was we suspected. If the cases go increasing as they were, the health systems may be overburdened and overloaded. And in order to prevent that, one of the approaches was to slow down the spread and flatten the curve so that the system doesn't get overwhelmed. And this lockdown with different restrictions and uh, limitations has been implemented in four phases. For Phase 1 with the strictest uh, measures and gradual relaxing or it went for four the relaxation of lockdown itself started after the fourth phase did it achieve its objectives yes as we examine the cases we have kept the curve lower compared to many other countries for example if you take a two-month span we had say the first case in india was not first case, the 100 cases were by 23rd March, or that was a day before, uh, nay, there were 500 cases a day before uh, lockdown, on March 23rd, there were 500 cases, and some there was an increase of 82,000 from that day in the next two months. In fact, to be more precise, by May 17th, there were 95,000. That means remove it, that is 94,000 or so. Say, A comparable figure in UK was, that is, I I have taken a period of two months or approximately two months, there were 200, that is 2 lakh cases in UK, again 2 lakh, 199,000 cases precisely in Italy, and 248,000 cases in Spain, 165,000 cases in Germany, that is usually March somewhere in the first or early second week of March, till May, exactly I have taken two month period to assess this number. So, clearly, we saved, even from the lowest, this thing, Germany, we saved more than 80, about 80,000 cases. And when you compare with other things, more than 100,000 infections were averted. That way, it is. it has been very useful, and primary purpose of not overwhelming the health systems has been achieved.
0: Many raised criticism against lockdown too.
1: There are two criticisms that it has it faced. The first criticism is that in India, the testing is not at the same level as in these countries. Had there been more testing, probably there might have been more cases. This is one of the views. And the second thing is, probably we went into lockdown (coughs) with inadequate preparation, as a result of which the economy and the normal life were affected in a way. Particularly many of the people who were migrant labourers, they have been severely affected.
0: When you analyse the country-level data, you can see variations in COVID-19 surge in different places. How do you explain this variation? There has been wide variation in the way
1: the pandemic has spread. In few places like Mumbai, Delhi and so on, there has been surge of infections, rapid increase in infections. But the same is not true as you go to distant places that is explainable because there are one is urban areas are more congested but the cities like uh, say mumbai and delhi they attract more people even under the restricted conditions there will be people coming in both from abroad as well as from within the country i mean before the lockdown has been introduced, many must have come and gone and so on. And therefore, many clusters tend to develop. Does it
0: mean that India should have dealt the situation differently?
1: One of the things is, right at the beginning, could we have improved the efficiency of our workforce? Say for example, as Kerala has shown very clearly and unequivocally that using primary health care workers, and using primary healthcare system he comes in a big way in increasing our efficiency in controlling these things and already some of the things the country has done is introducing apps applications where we can trace the movement of the people an infected person like aarogya setu and so on probably we could have initiated right in the beginning and empowered our primary healthcare workers Now that this is the first time we have done that, in future, that is one thing. The technology can actually enable our workers in a big way. That is one thing where we have to refine our applications and try to develop issues so that in future, when such an eventuality comes, we are ready to really trace and track every person with less difficulty. The second thing, the problem we faced was, soon after this thing, there was a fear complex, natural, because all the... Say media, etc. What was happening all around the globe is being flashed, and that is interpreted in one's own way by different people. So that fear complex has led to holding off some of the necessary measures. As you, as we, I mean, communicated what steps to be taken to protect oneself, protective measures. Therefore, suddenly a scarcity of masks and sanitizers and so on. Probably. Preparedness to produce in large quantities such a thing the moment the need arises in a short time We should be capable of producing. It's not only for those things even the personal protection gear Was in short supply sowers, ventilators, etc. and hospital beds So probably we have been we have not been paying much attention to the infectious diseases as much as we are doing today having our infectious disease hospitals and facilities strengthen is one of the good things. And having community care centers for mild cases and quarantine centers would be a good
0: thing for future purposes. The world experienced many epidemics such as SARS, Ebola, Nipah in the past. The current situation demands preparedness for future epidemic outbreak. So what should India need to do to meet such a scenario?
1: Pandemics are not a new experience in India. During the past two decades, we experienced several pandemics or epidemics, starting with avian influenza in 1997, then SARS, swine flu, Ebola, and last we experienced was NEPA in Kerala in 2018. Some of them were localized and some were widespread, but none of them was of the same scale as the current epidemic of COVID-19. In fact, this, the current pandemic comes as a wake-up call warranting preparedness for future pandemics. Most of these viruses we are having epidemics from are of animal origin. It is said that there are about 1.7 million virus species in animals and half of them have the potential to jump over to humans. Besides, the scientific advances today also act as a double-edged sword. On one hand, they enhance our potential to detect, trace, prevent, and treat through advanced interventions such as vaccines and new therapeutic interventions. On the other hand, increasing globalization, rapid travel, and high connectivity increase the speed at which a virus can travel from one country to another and to different places within a country. This necessitates anticipation and preparedness uh, for future epidemics by reviewing what we are doing, identifying strengths and weaknesses uh, in our own interventions and preparing accordingly. What do we do in a pandemic or epidemic? the classical or conventional approaches to control them are a early detection and treating the cases which are are detected b contact tracing c containment d mitigation and so i should not forget one more fact uh, the this thing that is identifying factors conducive to transmission and initiating preventive measures they may be behavioral they may be environmental and appropriate measures should be taken to prevent those or remove those, I mean, conducive factors. Usually, when there is an epidemic, we may use some or all of these things and even more. What we do, it also depends on what kind of interventions we have in our hand. For example, if we have a, an effective vaccine, if we have an effective therapy, The way you deal with the epidemic will be different from what you do in the absence of such interventions. Another issue we need to bear in mind at this point is, our country is very vast and very divergent. Therefore, usually when an epidemic or pandemic occurs, as it spreads, there will be multiple epidemics within the country of varying nature varying magnitude. So any in control efforts that we make, they should be tuned to the local conditions and local epidemic. That's very important. A straight-jacketed approach sometimes may yield very good results in some places and may not yield the same level of results in other places. That's why adapting a generic protocol issued at national level to the local conditions is extremely important.
0: Doctor, how can we use data and technology to fight pandemic in a better way?
1: We have excellent know-how and skills in this country, both in molecular medicine as well as say in other areas. Say may it, may, it may be modeling to predict how, what kind of course it will take and so on, but that requires very good surveillance system and very good data uh, repositories. If we have that kind of data repositories and surveillance system, the modelers can have, without using too many speculative assumptions, data-based assumptions they can use and come up with better figures. This is another very necessary thing. And then finally, how about our preparedness? With our molecular medicine background, say vaccine development, test kits. One of the things, one of the I have forgotten to mention earlier. I said our testing was not considered adequate, not comparable to some of those European countries. We could have done better. Today we read that so many new things are coming up. If we are prepared beforehand for these things, probably we could produce mass testing devices or mechanisms or techniques. As also point of care testing. We have the capability to generate them. Instead of waiting for a in a pandemic or a melody to come and stand in our people to peek into our face to produce all those things, we should be prepared for these things. And when a, an emergency arises, we should be capable of producing the necessary test kits, necessary vaccines, etc., in a shorter time. Test kits can be produced in no time, if we have have all the know-how and technology with you. These are some of the measures, probably, we may have to keep in place for future.
0: Here is my final question. How long we have to live with COVID? Is it possible to predict now?
1: Models are what we use for prediction. These models use many assumptions. If assumptions are based on robust data, the predictions have value, otherwise not. As you know, this is a new virus. And epidemic is relatively recent and there is paucity of good data for that reason though there are many models their predictions are going all over however by common sense we can see that there is an increase of cases every day that means we are still on the ascending limb of the epidemic curve usually this it reaches the peak thereafter it tends to decline and gradually taper off. In other words, it means that we may have to
0: watch the occurrence of cases for some time. Let's talk. We'll be back with another episode soon. Thanks for listening.